Morning, everybody. Welcome along to the Saturday Sports Show. A long weekend this weekend, but uh, we're still on air. We'll have a look at uh, karting as round three of the northern zone of karting takes place this weekend in Karratha. Golf is back on the program in this opening hour in the second hour today. We'll talk netball, softball, and we'll have a look at the Headland Cup meeting for the horse racing with the Port Headland Turf Club. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The uh, round three of the northern zone of uh, karting takes place in Karratha. Uh, today, in fact, it's day racing at the Karatha Kart Club out at the industrial estate uh, just out just uh, to the south side of town. Kieran Rowland, we spoke to him many, many weeks ago before the season got underway. Hello, Kieran, how are you? I'm good, thanks, David. How are you? Thanks for having me, Ian. Pretty good, pretty good. Hey, it's uh, it's a big weekend. It's Fienacle weekend, so it's probably not ideal to be racing <laughs> later on today with Fienacle underway down at Bulgara, but... Uh, it is what it is. Uh, it's round three of the northern zone. You've got drivers not only locally, but you've got drivers coming from uh, and crews coming from out of town. Yeah, that's correct, Dave. We've uh, yes, we are racing on Fenacre weekend, but uh, there's been some big events in WA this year for karting, so it's pushed us back a little bit. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, we have some uh, members from Port Headland coming down. Uh, quite a few kids, and I think there's a couple of new members from Headland as well. And we've also got uh, another member or two from Exmouth Cart Club that are coming up. All right. Uh, they visit us quite regularly. So, so practice is underway this morning uh, until about 9.30 and racing gets underway at 10 o'clock. Is that right? First race around 10 this morning? Yeah, that's correct. Early start uh, today. So we've got everyone on track doing a quick uh, couple of five-minute practice sessions to tune their carts up and then a driver's brief. And then we'll uh, hit the track with the first heat at 10 o'clock. At least you'll save some money on the power bill. Uh, you won't need to turn those brand new LED lights on around the track. So uh, day racing today for round three of the northern zone of the uh, karting. Uh, it's also a big weekend for the, the uh, Karath Kart Club with 50 years uh, to be celebrated in 2023. And it's this weekend you've decided to have your uh, trip down memory lane. Yeah, that, that's right, David. It's a, it's an incredibly uh, important weekend for our club. So it is 50 years this year. And uh, so we're having, uh, hopefully our, our zone series today is going to be an amazing event uh, with some great racing. And then we'll follow it up later tonight with uh, some celebrations and a bit of a party uh, for the club. Um, you know, 50 years is incredible for a small town up here in the Pilbara. So uh, we've got lots of people coming along. We've got life members. We've got people from earlier years of racing uh, and it's going to be a little trip down memory lane throughout the night and a bit of inspiration for for the new carters that we have coming on board and the young kids and then you know also some great memories to share from the uh, former members and, and life members. Uh, just a word of caution for some of the memories that are coming back. Uh, a lot of the stories get exaggerated with time uh, as we know this and remember for away games what goes away stays away. All right, keep that in mind for later on tonight. It's a, it should be a big night out at the Carratha Kart Club, celebrating 50 years of karting in the Pilbara. Racing gets underway from 10 o'clock this morning. Kieran, I'll let you go because you've got to go and do some uh, Spanner Monkey work for your boy. 
Amazing. Thank you, David. Yeah, it'll be a great night. And, uh, yeah, I've got to get my hands dirty. So thanks very much. Good on you. Kieran Rowland joining us today. Round three of the Northern Zone is taking place at the Carthur Cart Club today, and it's combined with 50 years of karting for the Karatha Kart Club. And if you're keen on having a look, uh, as I said, the gates are open now. Practice is underway. Racing gets underway from 10 o'clock this morning. There's a fully stocked canteen with some great food. There will be a licensed bar out there as well. So why not get out there to uh, the Karatha Kart Club and check out the facilities. You never know. You might get uh, bitten by the bug and uh, the kart club itself can probably package up something decent for you if you're interested in getting into karting. Check it out. Out at the Carafa Kart Club, it's underway right now. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. It's time to talk golf on the Saturday Sports Show, and we're heading back out to the Port Hedland Golf Club and catching up with Jeff Brockman this Saturday morning. Hello, Brocky. How are you? Yeah, morning, Dave. Uh, the Exmouth, uh, Exmouth Open, no, the Ladies Pilbara Open was played last weekend for the girls down in Exmouth and uh, the Caratha girls came back with quite a few of the trophies, including Janice Bentley as the nicest person on course. How do you like that? Oh, beautiful. Well done, Janice. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at what happened locally then. We had uh, we had a Stableford round. Was it a Stableford round last week? No, it was the monthly mug. Rick Hockey's no, monthly, monthly mug. mug mate. Yes. Yeah, the dreaded, the dreaded stroke round, mate. Oh, and how did you go, Jeffrey? Uh, reasonable, David. Reasonable. Yeah, not too bad. Actually, hit the ball pretty good for a change, which is uh, between, long way between drinks, there, mate. Eh? Oh, you yes, but you have these days, and they and they make you want to come back the next week. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, who who is the latest monthly mug winner at the Port Hedland Golf Club? Mate, first on the weekend uh, was Joey Solano with a net 66. Joey actually also played uh, match play and um, won that pretty easily. So well done, Joey. All right. Um, Second was Brian Corbett with a net 71. So obviously Brian is a single-figure golfer, so he uh, must have played fairly well. Yes. No no, no third placing, mate. We... uh, there's too many countbacks, so we just decided we'll go with one and two. Oh, gee, I hope you um, weren't part of that uh, multiple countbacks, were you, Jeff, and missed out? I was, mate. I was. Oh. <laughs> ripped off, Brocky. Ripped off. <laughs> That's it, brother. Um, what about novelties? Uh, yeah, we've got quite a few, actually. Uh, nearest the pin number two, 15 plus, was Joey Solano. Yep. Nearest the pin number eight, 15 plus, was Joey Solano again. Nearest the pin number 13, 0 to 14, was Stuart Wise. Nearest the pin number 17, 0 to 14, was Damien Malasic. And nearest the pin number 17, 15 plus, was Roger Secker. Men's long drive number 9, 0 to 14, was Gary Bright. Men's long drive number 9, 15 plus, was Brett Secker. And long putt number 14 was myself. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, one of the other uh, ladies that uh, came back, you mentioned Stewie Wise there. Sharon went down to uh, the ladies' pilbers uh, with her, as for her first time, and she came back uh, with the best newcomer to golf uh, down at the, oh, the uh, ladies' pilbers. So well done to Sharon. Uh, she's picked up the, the game of golf finally. She's been a golf widow for a long time, but she's finally uh, hitting the club in anger nowadays. Hey, uh, what's happening today? It's uh, the Podmore Family Day. Um, according to my fixtures here, it's a two-ball Ambrose, but you're telling me while the uh, music was playing that uh, that's not so anymore. Yeah, no, Potty's opted for a Stableford multiplier, so obviously you uh, play in a group of two and uh, multiply Stableford points at the end of it, mate. Yeah, can be dangerous. 
Good. Can be. Good. Who's, uh, do you have to have calculator out there to, to do all this? I mean, I can't imagine too many people have the uh, the fingers going and doing like thirty seven <laughs> times forty three. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's a bit of a uh, bit of a bit of an issue with some mate, but um, nowadays with mobile phones, obviously most people have got a calculator, so it's happy day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. So that's uh, that's this afternoon. Uh, Eighteen holes of uh, Stableford Multiplier for the Podmore family. Uh, names in eleven thirty for twelve o'clock. Is that right? Certainly, mate. Yep. All righty, and uh, just a quick uh, early shout out. Uh, next weekend at the Port Hedden Golf Club, it'll be the 27 hole foursome championships uh, to be played. And the following week, you're back to because the Caratha Open uh, is on that weekend as well. The following weekend, you've got the monthly market a little earlier with our club championships the week after. So, busy few weeks out of the Port Hedden Golf Club. Yeah, it certainly will be, mate. And, uh, you know, obviously 27 holes is pretty hard work, but we'll see how we get on. All right. Um, just before we wind up, Dave, I just want to mention that um, we had a few guys go up from Headland to Broome to play in the Broome Open. Oh, yes. And um, Harry Timmermans won the B grade, so well done to Harry. Well done, H. Yeah. Good work. He's come back with some, some big trophies, no doubt, from the Broome Golf Club, or is it uh, just a box of golf balls? And uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> well, I'm not 100% sure, mate, but anything you win nowadays when we're getting a bit older is, is a bonus, isn't it? Absolutely. Place. So well done to Harry. Well done to everyone that uh, travelled, the uh, gentlemen that went up to, or the, the players that went up to Broome, and also the ladies who went down to Exmouth for the Ladies Pilbara Open. Back to local play for the next few weeks at the Port Edland Golf Club. Brocky, thanks for joining us on the Saturday Sports Show. No worries, Dave. Thanks. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Welcome back. Uh, we've got netball, softball and horse racing in this hour and then at 10 o'clock we'll head off to the news and the Saturday rub before we head off to Marvel Stadium as West Coast prepare to back up their win from last weekend. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. It's time to talk netball on the Saturday Sports Show and the Port Hedland Netball Association has reached the pointy end of the season with semi-finals being played on the Faye Gladstone courts during the week. To help us go through who did what to who and what comes next, it's Kath Whittup from the Netball Association. Hello, Kath. How are you, my friend? Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. Doing well, doing well uh, on a long weekend. Let's have a look yes. at what happened on the Faye last week We or during the week. Tuesday night, semi-finals uh, in all grades, mm-hmm. A, B and C in the seniors and, of course, in the juniors. Let's yep. uh, keep our focus on the seniors. Um, there's three grades, A, B and C grade. Where do you want to start? Oh, look, let's go with A grade, hey? Straight to the top. All right, let's let's go. The There was an elimination final and a qualifying final. The uh, qualifying final, the winner goes straight through to the granny. The elimination yeah. final sees one go through to the prelim and the other one season over. They can go to Mad Monday. So <laughs> what happened in the qualifying final? Who's gone through to the granny? So luckily, my team Spectres, we won this week. So we've gone straight through to the grand final. So we um, we had a game against Dragons and we won 52-30, but really great game. Gosh, it was hard. My body was pretty sore on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, really awesome game. All right. Netball. So now you've got uh, till next, uh, it's next Saturday. Saturday. It's a week today. Yeah. Then you've got the grand final and you've, you're awaiting the winner of the prelim final, which we played on Tuesday. So Dragons yeah. are into the prelim. Who do they have to play? So they'll be playing the Eagles this week. All right. So who did Eagles mm. beat? 
Uh, so there was actually no game this week, so um, the other team, Illusions, actually had to forfeit the game. So easy ride for Eagles straight through to the prelims well, against Dragons. They will be fresh then uh, as opposed to be. Dragons who've played a game. But then again, some coaches will say, well, match fitness is better than uh, physical fitness. Uh, so you've, got, you've been it. match hardened. So Dragons and <laughs> Eagles on Tuesday night. Yep, with the winner to it. take on Spectres. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it my uh, memory playing up or are Spectres going for a three-peat in A grade? We are going for a three-peat. All right. So Spectres <laughs> will play the winner of Dragons versus Eagles. That game to be played on Tuesday night. Let's move to B grade then. Again, yep. qualifying final and elimination final. The qualifying finals or who play who and who's gone into the grandy? So Illusions played the Spectres. Illusions won 61 to 14. So Illusions straight into the to the Grandy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game, Eagles 30, were defeated by Lynx 31. So it was a one-goal game, super close. Um, great game again of netball, but wow, such a close game with no overtime. <laughs> I was going to ask you, if, if a game goes is, is drawn at the end of regulation time, yep. during the season, do they play extra time or do they just take the draw? But in finals, you've got to have a winner. So do you play extra Correct. time in finals? In finals, yes, we definitely play extra time. So if um, it's a draw at the end of the game, we would play two additional seven-minute quarters. If it, again, is a draw, it would be the first goal to a two-goal... Sorry, the first team to a two-goal advantage. Wow. All right. Mm. All right. So Lynx uh, through by the skin of their teeth. They went had a one-goal win over the Eagles. So they go through to the grand... Yeah. To the, uh, not the grand final, the prelim final on Tuesday, and they'll take on Spectres, yep. who need to bounce yep. back if they want to make the uh, grand final from a big loss to Illusions. Illusions await the winner of that game uh, next Correct. Saturday night. And C-grade, finally... Once again, yep. elimination final and uh, qualifying final. The qualifying yep. final featured which two teams, please? Uh, so qualifying was Dragons 25, defeated Spectres Blue 22, so Dragons straight into the grand final. Okay. Um, the uh, elimination final was Lynx 47, defeated Spectres Grey, so Spectres Blue versus Lynx next week. That would be a great game. Would have been interesting if it turned out to be Spectres Blue versus Spectres Grey. It might have been stretching for uh, players to get on Well, funny enough, Dave, in our juniors, we actually had Spectres Blue versus Spectres Grey last week. So. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's, it's good for the club that they've, they've got so many uh, players that they can Absolutely. field a couple of teams in, in these grades. So well oh, done to Spectres for, uh, for getting the, the number of players on court. So Spectres blue against Lynx on Tuesday night, the winner to that's play it. Dragons next Saturday in the grand final. Uh, how's walking netball going? A lot of people listening will say, what do you mean walking netball? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a devotee. It's just the fact that I can't get there on the nights that you want to no. play. I know, Dave, and I'm so sorry about that. Oh, but yeah, look, you sound like you are too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we love a bit of entertainment at Walking Netball, you know. So yeah, and, we, we do. And, we do. And miss the you concussion for that. king is is always entertaining. <laughs> Just gonna say. You said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, um, Walking Nepal has been going so well. Like we're still running it. So um, just up until grand final week, we'll probably we'll run it for the next two weeks. Um, still getting a lot of people come down. Um, and as I've said before to you, to everyone, you don't have to have a team. Just bring yourself down. Bring your mum down. Bring your dad down. Bring your kids down. We don't care. Bring anyone down. Um, we all just get on the court. We all just have a bit of fun. You know, it's a great laugh, and everyone walks out of there with a massive smile on their face. And, they and do. so. Yeah, they absolutely do. And, and you know, the feedback that we've gotten this year from it has been really, really good. So, you know, it's something we definitely want to continue to progress and um, into the next year. 
All right. Uh, next Saturday, the grand finals will be played at the Faye Gladstone yes. Courts. The prelims, obviously, during the week, Tuesday night, which is netball night. Now, yep. uh, can I uh, put something in your diary for next Saturday morning? Can we touch base again to go through the winners of the prelims uh, and preview the grandies? And Look, potentially, potentially mm-hmm. with the senior presentations and junior presentations this weekend, can we have a look through who did what and who won which awards? Do you know what, Dave? For you, I will absolutely make myself available for you. You are a marvellous human being. It's not true what they say about you. <laughs> Good on you, Kath. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Cheers. Kath Whitter from the Port Hedland Netball Association. It's coming up to grand final week. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. It is time to talk softball yet again, coming out of netball and talking softball. And once more to the Port Hedland Softball Association as they close in on their pointy end of the season. There can't be too many rounds of regular season to go. Lisa Shields is in the studio with me. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Good morning, David. Uh, A little bit different this week. Uh, Once again, games on a Thursday night, not a Friday night, because we're currently in the middle of a long weekend uh, across the Pilbara, really, in in, uh, Caratha and in Hedlands. A long weekend, so... Giving the girls a chance to actually enjoy the long weekend, play it on uh, one night earlier, and uh, let them let them let them loose. Let them loose, but it's really weird playing it on Thursday night. It just upsets us all. We're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, did we have the the, rec- the usual two games go ahead, or were there some uh, lack of number forfeits? Oh no, we actually we had a couple of teams that were right on the money, only had nine players, oh, but we had two full teams go go on to the diamonds, so that was great. Very good. So the early game was who? Pirates versus PCYC. Okay. And Pirates took that out 11-6. So There's some close games coming into the finals, isn't there? Yeah, some very close games coming into the finals, which is going to make it very interesting. Yes, it will. A few so, people might be a little bit concerned. Well, we'll get to the next game shortly. <laughs> 11-6 then to uh, Shelley Glasson's Pirates. Yes. Um, not, a, not a lot of standouts throughout the game. It was fairly even-paced. Um, fairly even in the fielding and the batting, but Diane Tittums had a two-bag hit to centre field. Shelley Glasson had three strikeouts and Carmel Ford had two. Tracy Marlowe took two catches at shortstop. Shortstop? Okay, Second then. bag, one of the two. Somewhere um, on the infield. Yeah, mostly <laughs> infield. Um, Tegan Ramirez had two RBIs. So, yeah, so it wasn't... Wasn't a lot spectacular, but yeah, it was a fairly even and and nice game to watch. So, where do you reckon the the, the difference was then for the five runs in in the game? Eleven six. Pitching. Uh, the pitching. Pitching. Yeah. Shelly Glass. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she had a she had a fairly stable night. So, uh, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? We need some of the younger players to start stepping up because you can't always leave it to Shelley and Tamara and uh, and the and the likes of the the, the old stages. No, and 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 you've got to give PCYC credit. They they've got three or four people in their team that they're switching out yep. to to pitch from time to time. So whilst they may not get runs on the board, so to speak, from their pitching, they are trying and. Yep. They'll get better with practice. All righty. Second game then must have involved Tamara Simpson's uh, uh, Raiders. Yeah, Raiders versus Jets. Anyone would have thought that Raiders were behind halfway through that game, but no, they took it out 9-4. They were off to a really, really slow start, but um, by the second dig, they finally got their act into gear and got some runs on the board. Okay. Um, Ziggy from Raiders had four RBIs. Serena Lafroy from Jets was involved with quite a few of their outs throughout the game. 
Mara, Tamara Simpson, she had four strikeouts when she came into pitch. Emma she, had Tamara one. didn't start. She, no, she was Emma closer. started. Yeah, okay. Emma started. She had one strikeout. Um, Hannah Ashburton took a pretty specky catch at centre field. Just about blew every hamstring and Achilles that she could to get to it. <laughs> but um, the best one of the day, Emma went to first bag and she took a dive and double commando roll and was up and ready to throw out at second. And it was like... Oh my lord! Why why have you got so much energy at this time anyone, of Thursday night? <laughs> has anyone got that on camera? Because that would be amazing to see. Oh, it, it would have been amazing to see, but yes, no, it was it was pretty well done. All right. So is there is there one more round before the finals get underway, or two? Two two more games. Yep. So two more weeks and finals start on the twenty fifth of August. So. All right. Well, hopefully the uh, softball association girls are all enjoying their long weekend. As we continue to bring you the Saturday Sports Show, the Northwest Champs are down in Wickham this year, and we're still looking for uh, players. And or, I think we might even be offloading players to some visiting teams. Is that true? Okay. So so what happens is um, they've had tryouts this week. Yep. Um, and a team will be announced fairly shortly, I believe. If someone doesn't make our team, they then have the option to put their hand up to go and play for another another town that's short on players. But the Northwest rules do actually state you have to try out and not make your not own make a home local team. team. Yep. Okay. And so uh, the local association will then uh, give a, a a permit, a clearance for a weekend for the Northwest champs. Yes. Very good. All right, so looking forward to that. That's coming up uh, a little bit later down the track once the season's pretty much done and dusted. Uh, Lise, thanks for joining us again on the Saturday Sports Show. Thanks a lot, Dave. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Just about time to wrap up the sports show for another week. In Port Hedland this week, the Turf Club has its final race meeting for the year. It's the Hedland Cup, uh, run over a couple of thousand metres, 2,200 metres. Uh, it is the feature race of the year for the, the uh, season. Tony Barron is the president of the Port Hedland Turf Club and he joins me to uh, basically have a look at the last race meeting of the year and wrap up the season. Hello, Tony, how are you? Uh, good morning, Dave. Um, yeah, really good, thanks. Um Fantastic night last night at, at our Calcutta at the Headland Hotel. Thanks very much for hosting that, Dave. That was a, it was a terrific night. I it was uh, I, I enjoy it because we have a bit of banter out there in the, in the crowd as well, and uh, it, it's it's all a bit of fun. Um, so we've got a decent prize pool, a bit over eight thousand dollars for yep. the for the Calcutta for uh, the Headland Cup tomorrow. Yep, yeah, um, and we had fairly good attendance at, at the Calcutta. Um, very relaxed night. Um, uh, which is just the, just the way you want to start the weekend off. All right. Uh, big, as I said, it's a big race day tomorrow. It's the final one for the season. It's been, a, I guess, a, a different season with the, the new uh, club rooms uh, there, but not there, so to speak. Um, they're available, hopefully, for 2025, uh, for 2024, in fact. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a good year. You've had uh, sold-out crowds for every race meeting. Been a tr- tremendous year. Um, we couldn't have asked for anything better. I think um, uh, it's going to be amazing once the facility's fully finished, um, and to see what what we can present on the on in that format. I think uh, a big sh- uh, shout out and thank you to the Port Hedland community for supporting the club. We've had uh, four sellout meetings to this point, or five, five sellout, yeah. sellout meetings to this point in time. Uh, there are a few tickets still left for for the cup, so if you want to get 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 some tickets, get online and grab them. 
Uh, there's not many left, but uh, there are a few left at this point in time. All right. PHTC.com.au is the Turf Club's website. You can get on there and get your tickets. Uh, gates will open at uh, just before 12, but the bars and the, and, the tea, and the totes are not open until 12, and racing starts just around, or just after 1 o'clock, I think it's the first race. So it's a seven-race card tomorrow uh, with fairly decent fields in all three feature races, including the Port Hedland uh, Cup, uh, sponsored by TAMS. And uh, massive thanks to TAMS for sponsoring the Cup and to all of the sponsors throughout the, the season, really. Oh, I'd like, like to thank all our sponsors. They've been fantastic. Um, uh, and in particular, TAMS, they're more than a sponsor. They help us out in a lot of other areas. Um, the Cup is a $60,000 race. It's the highest it's ever been um, it, uh, for Headland. So um, that's a real uh, coup for us. Um, and we're really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fantastic race. Should be a good race. Uh, the Cup will run tomorrow uh, just before about uh, quarter to five. It's time to get underway over 2,200 metres. It's a full field. There are 10 horses, 10 uh, f- uh, final f- horses going around, starting with Ombudsman, the, the top weight at uh, 61, all the way down to War Class uh, at number 10 for uh, Peter Bamford. Uh, as you said, last night the Calcutta went off r- pretty well. We've got uh, a few tickets left now. The jockeys and the security people, because it's a, a big event, 2,500 uh, uh, capacity tomorrow. You've had to bring in uh, extra crowd controllers, so we've got a couple, a couple of charter flights coming up uh, early tomorrow morning. Yep, two charter flights uh, coming along for the seven race card. Um, we've, we're going to have uh, also some uh, best dressed awards. Oh, I have to bring out the threads. Be, that will be handed out randomly. Uh-huh. Um, so Dave, get your best shirt on again. Mate, on, do you, you don't reckon the board shorts and bintang would be a winner? Oh, I, no, it may go be close. Different. Yeah, it'd be different, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, and just a reminder to people, um, there are car facilities on course, but like to make it easier on yourselves, if you bring cash, it's just going to be a little bit easier for you. Yeah, indeed, because uh, well, it's it's the all the betting, whether it be uh, tote or or uh, the um, the bookies, they'll take cash. Yeah, right. So now bringing along the plastic is not going to work there, uh, and there are no uh, ATM machines to get the cash out. So make sure you come along with uh, plenty of folding stuff to uh, at least do your bets with. Uh, some of the uh, food vendors will have their Wi-Fi going for their their cards, but don't necessarily rely on that. So as, as I said, as Tony said, uh, bring along the cash and don't rely heavily on the plastic. If you can do that, you've got uh, pretty much all day today to sort that out before you get to the track tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, that's correct. And just, uh, I'd just like to uh, thank all the committee and our volunteers for all their hard work during the year. Uh, it's it's been fantastic, and um, we've really uh, pulled it off. As far as I'm concerned, it's been a terrific season. And just a final word from me, mate. Thank you to, as the uh, president of the committee. I know the president of the committee is basically just the guy that sits in a big chair at the top of the table. But you and your committee have done a power of work, uh, including. Um, yeah, as I said, Amy and Lauren do a great deal of work each race day, but throughout the year, your committee's worked hard to get these six races up and done. Looking forward to 2024, mate. Good on you, and thanks for all, all your support as well, Dave. And that is it for the Saturday Sports Show for another week. Uh, coming up shortly, the 10 o'clock news. Then we're off to the Saturday Rub before heading off to Marvel Stadium for Essendon versus West Coast. Have a great long weekend, everyone. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.